There's something I want to talk about today, which I very seldom do, and it's, it's the stress and the compression of what's happening in Taiwan versus China, in Hamas versus Israel, in Russia versus Ukraine. We're entering into a period of time the Bible describes as kingdom against kingdom and nation against nation. And there's a, there's a way in which we can see it that will enable us to find power by realizing sheep nations and goat nations and alliances are forming. I'm going to show you in the Bible where the theology intersects the Great Awakening, the Fourth Turning, and the battles that are happening in this political cycle in America. To stay buoyant and strong during this time, I began the year with a health conference and I discovered something. I'm looking for products and processes that can reduce or mitigate the aging process. Caleb was 80 years old and took a mountain. I think it was 85 when he did it. That was the Old Testament. Well, I found out something. There's a superfood that has 10 different sources of collagen. It's clinically proven to produce like the healthy hair and, and nails growing and joints and digestion. In fact, crow's feet after like four weeks, you start to, people notice there's a difference there. And I even think that, um, what's the other thing it's, it says within a, a couple of weeks, you begin to notice the difference in terms of your joint and discomfort in seven days, actually. I want you to go to ancientnutrition.com, use promo code LANCE20, get 20% off. Just try it. I'm doing it every day. I'm loving the results. I need this for the stress of the world I'm in to rejuvenate uh, that collagen that is the collagen of my youth. Coming back to me, ancientnutrition.com, and use the coupon code LANCE20 for 20% off, and uh, join me in my experiment, and you'll see how it works for you. You're going to love it. Let's get into today's show. In the disturbing developments of what took place on October 6th with Hamas literally abducted, slaughtered, killed, tortured, um, and took hostage hundreds of Jewish people, young children, old people, and 1,100 like was slaughtered. I think we live in a day where we actually don't, we it's like, that's old news. It's not old news. If someone had come over the border of Texas into a town and right now had 100 people hostage and they had mutilated and killed and, and, and burned alive innocent families and children, there would be perpetual outrage in the media. What's weird is you've got this strange, like, Hamas, pro-Hamas, Palestinian, cheering on the uh, jihadist spirit in America, which tells you how close we are to a level of anarchy that feeds the whole narrative about civil war because sane, rational people will not live in a country where they have to live in the tyranny of that kind of um, irrational hostility from their neighbors. If law does not restrain it, then people will restrain it. We'll end up back in like the cowboy days where you're going to end up having states breaking up from the union in order to create their own sanctuary counties and cities and states where they'll be protected from the tyranny of the, of the zombie invaders and the, the big government. It's like the stuff of a science fiction novel. How did America get in this condition? Well, when you are civilized and you're not ready for the rape of culture that comes from the, uh, let's say, the demonic, when it infuses itself into organizations and systems, then the innocent are shocked by what takes place. You need a warning before you even look at this footage, but go ahead and see, once again, the terror of this girl pleading with, where are they taking me? Where am I going? What's happening? Watch this. 
Now, if you were watching footage like this, like I know um, several of my friends have already been down seeing uh, hours of stuff that they have not put on the air. They will not show because, you know, this, this kind of stuff, people actually were recording it for fun while you're, you're torturing other people. That's what barbarism looks like. And uh, it's, it's hard to comprehend this. History has it, right? Uh, take a look at the, uh, the, uh, the self-righteous anger and outrage of the demonic spirit working on people who are supporting the abduction, kidnapping, raping, and destruction of other innocent human beings. Take a look at this. This is in the United States, right? Now, understandably, you have to see how this plays out. What are these folks hearing? They're hearing that their uh, uh, grieved and innocent uh, family members have been, um, have been uh, you know, suppressed and, and abused by these Jews. So you're justified in going after the Jews uh, because of what they've done to our people. If you look at the real root of what is in the Gaza Strip, you guys can turn that off now. If you look at the real root of what's in the Gaza Strip, it's the education system that actually is feeding the insanity. If you're raised from four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 to believe that black people or white people or Jewish people or Arabs are a species that hurts and harms you, kind of like a predatory animal, then when you see them, it's justified in your head to do whatever you have to do to them because they're not human. They're animals. They're reptiles. They're things. They're not people. Civilization, its characteristic is that it builds layers of civility that helps us understand that a person is really is really weighed on the basis of their behavior. And you cannot otherize somebody and make them an it. The moment you take an individual and turn them into an animal, you've dehumanized them as a group. And when you dehumanize a group, you can do whatever you bloody heck want to do with them because they're just a rodent. Kill a rodent. So you see what happens in culture if this spiritual realm isn't understood and dealt with, demons of hate, demons of hostility, demons of prejudice, they will come into the school system, and it's happening in America right now, and they will turn race against race, or gender against gender, or religion against religion. And instead of seeing individuals as complex, where there's good and bad, there could be good people and bad people that are American, good people and bad people that could be Asian. You tend to think in terms of globalizing the idea so that all Americans are this or all Asians are that or all Christian, which is why Osama bin Laden could take his own perverse malice and anger against 
State Department, CIA, government stuff. That even, even many of you right now look at the government going, I look at differently the government now than I did back in 9-11 because I see what the government's capable of doing. But if you were like on that other side, if you're like bin Laden, and you're looking at that, and you say that all of America is like the CIA. See, that's the mistake. You can't do that. I remember when I was teaching at, the United, at a United Nations class of 25 uh, PhDs, and I had to do a, a, a class in Canada for a friend of mine. And it was an awakening for me because I talked about emotional intelligence. The ability to manage emotions is the currency of the future because media and states can create and craft us against them narratives that will cause you to demonize the opposition as a group so that group is against group and you forget that it's actually individuals are different within those groups. And I remember saying how my country, for instance, would want uh, to, to vilify you. There were Iranians there, Iranian scientists. Your government will want to vilify my people. But now that we've met, now that we've had lunch, now that we have a friendship, you know that there are Americans that are not what the government's saying. And I know there are Iranians that don't match what the government's saying. So I will not be manipulated by their narrative because I have that connection. And when that, when that class was over, I remember the power of it because the Chinese communists and the Muslims in Iran uh, shook my hand and gave me their private contact information. And when uh, I kind of like leaned over to them and, and, and gave them a hug and, you know, I don't know why, how that happened, but they both did. The Chinese guys and the Iranian scientists both came up, kind of gave me a, a brotherly hug there and handed me this piece of paper. They said something in my ear. The leaders in my country need this kind of teaching. It was the cry of people for a government that would not abuse, manipulate, and put people against people. I want to go over to the uh, board here and show you something. This is a biblical proportion battle. You talk about fifth generation warfare. I hear all these technical words. Ain't nothing new to a first century Christian. The spirit realm always wants to contaminate us so that we see all the others as the bad guys. An election cycle, not every mega person is the enemy that this, the, the demonic spirits try to make us look like. They're trying to make people like me in movies. Now, coming out from Hollywood, making guys like me look like we are radical insurrection, uh, white supremacist, um, jihadists. And that endangers my life. Hollywood does it. Daily Beast will put it out. Right Wing Watch will put it out. And they feed the crazies in their own group, making it dangerous for citizens because they plant things in their heads that create a mythology about who we are and what we believe. That's what we mean by spiritual warfare. To be able to break down that, you have to understand how America's being atomized right now and torn apart by groups manipulating that psychology. So... I come over here, and I want to go to a peculiar verse. I started with that 
segment with the Israeli attack on October 6th. But most people don't realize that was prophesied. We've entered an era that is different than other eras of history right now. It was in, in the book of Haggai in chapter 2, Old Testament prophet in the year 520 B.C. The Jewish people are coming back from Babylon. They have been scattered and taken there for 70 years because of their disobedience as a nation. Then God puts them back in their land to rebuild their temple, restore their borders. And uh, the prophet Haggai's 80-year-old Jewish prophet goes with them. And it says here in chapter 2, verse 1, in the seventh month, on the 21st day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me. And the word of the Lord was, there's a time coming when all of heaven and earth is going to shake, the spirit realm and the natural realm is going to shake, and God is the one doing the shaking, because he's resolving history and about to bring an unshakable kingdom into view. The day of that prophecy, where that prophet prophesied it, that 21st day I was talking about, is October 6th. That means it's the day of the Feast of Tabernacles, the last day of the feast. That's how you know what year it was and what day it was. Because the very date that this prophet prophesies it is the day that Hamas decided to attack Israel, the feast day on the last day. And it's the day the prophet said, this is going to happen in the last days. A catalytic start, and it will not end. I expect the Middle East to continue to devolve and evolve. I don't think that this thing's going to stop. I think it's going to metastasize. But I think that God has a plan for what he's doing. And the reason why I'm bringing the Bible in so strongly now is because the Great Awakening we talk about, the Fourth Turning we talk about, uh, has got to be fused into this political moment we talk about. And when I come back, I'm going to explain how it works. What happens if a natural disaster takes place? We have these weird tornadoes that hit in the Midwest and in Texas, but look at the hurricanes in Florida. People can literally have their uh, houses flooded or they're in a situation where they have no food or access to groceries. Everyone needs at least a four-week emergency food kit. And fortunately, My Patriot Supply has created a four-week emergency kit. And these products will last for 25 years. The interesting thing is they give you a 2,000 calorie per day uh, meal. And that's the key, delicious, and 2,000 calories a day, because that's what you're going to need to sustain yourself for four weeks in a crisis. We had the uh, a winter freeze here in Texas, of all places, and we had a couple of days where we had no electricity. I'm telling you something, this makes a huge difference. Mushroom rice pilaf, fluffy rice and mushrooms, seasoned with red wine and herb. And then how about starting the day off? Maple Grove oatmeal, old-fashioned oats, maple flavoring with a pinch of brown sugar. This is what you want to do, four-week emergency food kit, and that's just for you. Think about your children, guarantee somebody around you is going to need help. You're going to want to at least have the four-week emergency kit. Go to lancewalla.com forward slash patriot. Use that link, and you're going to get a special discount on their special four-week emergency kit promotion. This people against people, Group against group, ideology against ideology. You have to really be grounded, in uh, my opinion, you have to be rooted and grounded in the, in, the, in the word of God and the spirit of God in order to keep from being manipulated by the, the pulling. And it's so easy to get triggered, to get hooked, uh, and to play the game of, of 
all or nothing thinking that wants to just take whole groups of people. I'm telling you right now, you can't do that with independents, you can't do that with Democrats, you can't do that with Republicans. It's a dangerous game we play when we really globalize belief systems about everybody is. We end up doing it because it's the only way you can simplify a concept. But at the same time, you have to recognize that every individual, according to the Bible, is accountable for their actions as an individual, not as a group. Now you see the mischief of the Marxist, Maoist, progressive, leftist philosophy. It subordinates the importance of the individual and elevates the group so that the individual is irrelevant. The group is everything. And so you have group versus group. And uh, how that works out is in the Bible, it literally says in the last days, the deterioration of culture will happen so that lawlessness will increase. I'm reading Matthew 24, verse 12. And the love of many will grow cold. In other words, the ability to keep laws and obey laws is hard when you see anarchy. I mean, if you're like at the cash register and you're paying for your coffee and all of a sudden a smash and grab uh, movement comes in and 30 thugs come in to go and they start looting the place and you're sitting there trying to pay for your coffee, uh, your, your inclination might be to say to heck with it, I'll just walk out and go. Just not going to take anything, just not going to pay for my coffee. The environment affects your sense of accountability. And the, the further down it goes, the more easy it is to have a conscience that doesn't operate. And I've worked with other countries, so I can tell you this is a fact, that when uh, the police are, are being bribed all the time, I work with one guy in Mexico City, and uh, the head of the, 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 one of the leaders in the city said, uh, you know, I need, we need, we need uh, people to come in and help uh, teach and help us because a certain amount of bribing I expect, but I don't expect as much as is going on. We, you know, my friends that are, were tasked with working with this guy realized the moment he said a certain amount of police payoff is acceptable, but they're going overboard, we realized the problem isn't the police, the problem is that guy. Because his conscience is so screwed up, a certain amount of corruption, um, I, you know, they got to pay their bills, but not too much corruption. So what I'm saying is we're heading into that period of time, and it doesn't mean you have to go there. It means that you have to be alert because what creates that? We could slow it down. We could even reverse that, I believe. And I'll show you why in a second. In the Bible, the hope for America is there. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached, the Bible says, in all the world. This lawlessness may abound, but it's going to come because verse 7 describes something. Nation rises against nation, kingdom against kingdom, people against people. So what you have in this, in this biblical worldview is you have a spirit realm, which is kind of like abstract over here, and, and it rules over um, a, a hierarchy or a vertical structure of influence. Could be a nation, could be a corporation, could be a political party. And if you, uh, I'll put a pitchfork here. And so if you, if this thing ever gets strong enough into the people of influence at the top of a culture, it will end up cascading down and affect. This is how you end up with a nation that gave us the Protestant Reformation, the Gutenberg Press, uh, and uh, Beethoven also gave us the Nazi Party. How did that happen? 
because a dark ideology was able to work its way into the thinking of an elite group, which is what we call people at the gates, at the gates. Now, the Bible says that when this happens, it begins to cascade and it affects an entire people. It's kind of like a, a disease. At the same time, you've got the United States of America. You have the influence of, of the Bible, Judeo-Christianity, Christian revival awakenings. And as a result of that, the gates of influence at the top of our system, and the same thing uh, with England at that time. The, uh, these gates are such that while this is developing, it doesn't get into the states. The states have their own permeated system because the spirit realm does affect the natural realm. And so when a people no longer are stewarding and valuing what has historically brought them prosperity and peace, it's possible to switch this out. And if you switch this out, my friend, and you, and you, and you eliminate that, what happens is what Jeremiah, uh, what cost Israel to end up going into Babylon was Jeremiah told them, you have forsaken the gods of your father and you have embraced other deities. So this is why abortion is a particular issue. I understand it's not a good political issue. Christians understand that, you know, um, it's, it's Roe v. Wade getting overturned has given an opportunity for the left to actually start to take states. Uh, and we have to figure out how to deal with that. But we know that abortion, the transing of America, the, um, the, the collapse of the sanctity of marriage, we know that these things actually open up an ideology that displaces what once was virtue with a new belief system, and that cascades and creates a system. Does that make sense to you? And then when this happens, you've got group against group. Now you've got these ideologies, you see, start to conflict. And this will be the last days. There'll be nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. But the nature of that conflict, and I'm dumping a lot on you, the nature of that conflict is going to be something which we see in the next chapter of, of, of Jesus' discourse, his last days in Jerusalem. He says it's going to be that lawlessness will increase. There'll be a collapse of conscience, and that will facilitate greater anarchy. And that anarchy is going to lead to a beast system or to kingdom, new alliances that will form. So what I want you to see is, uh, Yoram Hazoni, great professor, Jewish professor of, uh, in Israel, has postulated this, this idea in a book called The Virtue of Nationalism, The Virtue of Nationalism. The guy's name is uh, Hazoni, H-A-Z-O-N-Y. And what he, what he says is, is that God created an idea, introduced an idea, and it was the nation state. And the first nation state was actually Israel. Israel uh, was created, and the characteristic of Israel was that it would have geographic boundaries. Now, over and against that, of the idea of the nation state, with its own boundaries, culture, and territory for cultivation is the opposite, 
And instead of nations, states, what you have is empire. Empire has no boundaries. It assimilates. And what you see here is you see the Roman Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Assyrian Empire. And uh, what the difference between the two is significant because in the last days, because lawlessness abounds, the sovereign nation, catch this, the sovereign nation over here is going to be in tension with the empire system, which will be, the Bible describes it as the beast. This is what the professor doesn't realize he stumbled into. And that is that nations that are sovereign, with their own boundaries, with their own culture, with their own laws, are going to be forced to be assimilated into a global economy, a global system of laws, where uh, where the Jew and the Christian is going to find themselves subject to restrictions on their beliefs, their preaching, their practices, their freedoms to gather together. It will ha it's already started because, you see, the Maoist Communist Party actually operates as, an, as a manifestation of the beast system. The modern Democrat Party and progressives, with their woke ideology, with their willingness to take children away from parents— if they don't subscribe to the trans ideology. In Canada, the willingness to lock up preachers if they speak from the Bible things that are offensive to the sexual um, preferences of that culture at that time in history. What happens is the sovereign nation over here is ultimately going to be intent. This will be kingdom against kingdom and nation against nation. This will be part of our World War III future state. Now, I'm not saying we're going there now. Where did this come from? It came from God in the Old Testament, but it was 16th century English, Dutch, and American Protestants that revived the Old Testament model when Great Britain was an empire, the British Empire. An empire was, and the Catholic Church was an empire. It was the Protestants that took the Bible and in the United States particularly, and they said, we will not be assimilated. We will stand autonomously alone. I got 53 seconds to point something out. What drives the sovereign nation towards the, uh, the empire system is anarchy. You see, anarchy is tribalism. It's the LGBTQ versus the heterosexual. It's BLM versus the white uh, nuclear family. And in each case, what you're going to see is the left organizes in such a way that it is oppositional and demands the assimilation of its opposite belief. In other words, it requires your submission. It demands that you become assimilated. It does not have boundaries, no boundary. You're going to have to bow the knee to the new orthodoxy, the new belief system, because it's like a deity you must respect. Does that make sense? A lot to take in, but I'm telling you, the Bible has this, but the Bible also says God is the author of the times and seasons, and he has control of when this happens, and the devil, by his nature, always reaches prematurely, and God, by his nature, always surprises him. This is a year to push back on the anarchy and the empire 
and established the sovereign nations. These in the Bible are called goat nations. These are called sheep nations. And the goat and the sheep are there, both of them, when Jesus comes back in Matthew 25. He deals with the goats and he affirms the sheep because of their relationship to not persecuting him manifest in his people, the Jew and the Christian. Interesting theology, interesting viewpoint, interesting theory of the case. Well, you know, this is the uh, limit of the amount of time that I got today. And it's so interesting to be able to uh, watch the development of what is happening in the, in the legal system with January 6th and with the battle that Trump is having uh, in the various states. He's coming through this, but boy, are we seeing lawfare Man, it is a reality. It's a spirit trying to intimidate, harass, and control us through legal processes. Remember, you can rejuvenate your youth within four weeks, start seeing the crow's feet going out of your eyes, the skin coming back with elasticity and shine, hair and nails. Collagen is a phenomenon that you can restore back to your body. Remember, ancientnutrition.com. Use that promo code LANCE20. Get 20% off and... Uh, You'll find yourself decompressing from a lot of the stress the same way I do every day with these kinds of powerful supplements. God bless you, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends, because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.